when you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. And welcome to another episode of the Asian Action Cast. Dang, 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 dang. I'm your host, Sam. Hello, welcome. Tonight, joining me, Michael. Hello. And Nathan. The originals, the trio. That's right. Yeah, what's the first podcast that we did? Uh, Project A. Project A. Was it Project A? Part one. I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. It was a long time ago, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, we. What do we watch tonight? Uh, what did we watch tonight? The Mikey. Ice, the Iceman Cometh. The original. 1989. 1989 Iceman Cometh. This is a joint production uh, between Golden Harvest and Johnny Mac Productions. Oh, yeah. Johnny Mac's name's all over this. Yeah, who the fuck is Johnny Mac? I, I didn't even look it up. I was just like, okay. Johnny Mac. He's a yeah. self-promoter. <laughs> all right, he he obviously, <laughs> obviously big enough to be making like co-productions with Golden Harvest. And uh, this is starring, what well, is this, a Yoon production? The Yoon Waz yeah. and Yoon, Bu- Yoon, Bu- Yoon Bao. I'm going to call him Bao. Yoon Bao. Yeah, Yoon Bun. And uh, Corey Yoon is in this as well. Yep. Uh, so, For a brief moment. Yeah, but do you reckon he did the choreography? Cause, I don't know. He's in the film, which makes me think he might have. Yeah. I didn't look it up. I'm sure those guys You're our facts, man. I'm sure those guys kind of work together. But whenever I see Corey Yoon do a cameo, I'm just like, he's behind the scenes. He's doing yeah, something. probably. Yeah. Uh, for those of you a piece of trivia at home, Yoon, uh, Yoon, Corey Yoon was actually the fight choreographer for The Transporter. I, yeah, I think I already knew that, but yeah, yes. thank you. Thank you for no, the knowledge. That's okay. Yeah, he, he is the man that made Jason Statham look good on camera. Okay. And that, was, that wasn't Guy Ritchie? No, Guy Ritchie made Jason Statham kind of cool, but uh, Corey <laughs> Yoon made Jason Statham an action star. Okay. Because, right. uh, you know, if if I'm being honest, when I saw the transporter going into the transporter, I was like, Jason Statham, he does martial arts. And I, I came out of that going, Jason Statham does martial arts. He's also a diver, yeah. incidentally enough. Mm. Anyway, enough about Jason Statham. He's not in this film. He's not, <laughs> he's not in this film at all. <laughs> Thankfully. We are the Asian action cast, and this is the Asian action film. This is the Iceman Cometh, starring Yoon Bu. Many, many remakes. Uh, we've seen two yeah. yeah. I don't know why we keep coming back to this well. Uh, Is I, it a toilet well? well oh, oh, snap. Yeah, maybe this is a, uh, a staple of the Iceman films. There has to be some kind of toilet humor. Like really scatological? Yeah. I have to say, on second viewing, how long ago w- would you say you saw this film, Mike? This film? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it in years. Years it would be. I would have been a teenager. Yes. I purchased it just because I thought it would be something we might want to do at some point. Only like a couple of years ago when I purchased it. I'm pretty sure I saw it on SBS. Oh, you saw it on like free to air. Yeah. Which is why I never saw the beginning. I can't remember watching the whole thing, but I definitely saw it when I was a teenager. And on second viewing, I think... It's not as good as it was in my memory. I remember. No, I remember it having more fights in it. Yes. Mm. Yeah. This movie does not have a lot of fights. The, the end fight is fantastic. Oh, it's amazing. But there's not a lot of fights in this. So, should we get stuck in? Absolutely. You got any trivia? I got loads Apart of trivia. Apart from trivia about the transporter? Uh, no, well, I have more. <laughs> I have random trivia all over the place. Uh, piece of trivia that I picked up watching the film is that uh, Wong Jing is in this film. 
Um, funnily enough, there's no uh, kind of masochistic or sadistic. Except for all the shit that Maggie Chung puts him through. Uh, or maybe Wong Jing wrote those bits. Yeah, and there was a few homosexuality jokes at the beginning. Yes, you're kind of... right. <laughs> oh, maybe Wong Jing did have his hand did in Did they have script. AIDS back then? Literally, that's a line. I'm not being joking. I'm not joking. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wong Jing. Man, he was obsessed with AIDS. Ah, uh, he's... Uh, actually, there was... Um, you remember the the cousin from... What's that Jackie Chan on the boat film? Uh, City, Hunter. City Hunter. Jesus. All right. Yeah. yeah you that, City was, uh, went a, that went a long time. Like, I could not figure out what you were talking about. Should have this bad Street Fighter film with Jackie Chan. <laughs> City Hunter, which is another podcast Asian Action Cast have done. But do you know the cousin, the creepy uh, yes, yes, I do. cousin? He's in this film as well. Who is he? He's one of the three uh, goons that opens the. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. 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 But anyway, that's not the I'm going to ask a dumb question, and I yeah. bet you I might not be right. But do you think uh, the chubby one that was op- one of the three goons that was opening might have been a UN's. Uh, like Are Corey's, yeah, Corey's actual literal younger brother. Oh, maybe, yeah, because he, he had the same face. I was, that's, I think, why I thought he was look familiar. Yeah, I think you might be right. He does look familiar, but I couldn't pick. I couldn't finger. place him, and I was like, "Who the fuck is that? That's bothering the hell out of me." He didn't look famous enough, so you're right. Maybe he just resembles. Yeah, a resembles person. a famous person. Yeah. So the actual trivia that I was going to go like into Stallone's brother, the other Stallone. No, didn't he? Wasn't he a um, a musician? He tried before? to be. Uh, yeah, didn't he do? I think he's more famous as a Scientologist. Oh, he's a Scientologist. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, let's keep moving on. I'm again. I'm derailing the podcast we're, now. We're digressing. Uh. So, some actual trivia about this film is uh, there's a lot of snow shots in the beginning. And at first, you guys said it might have been Canada because that's where Yunbu spent some time. Yes. Um, and I checked, and it was Korea. Apparently, a lot of effort to go to to film in Korea for like. What amounts to what th- seven minutes of film? Yeah, like you've got the fight there, which is not a bad fight, but then you've also got them digging his body up in the snow, and that's about it. Yeah, maybe there was just they wanted a trip to Korea. Yeah, maybe. It seems kind of weird though. I'd like to go to Korea. How far is Korea from China? Not that far, but they don't generally don't do like destination photography in Hong Kong films, except for those like I can I the ones that happen where it happens. I'm like. That's a thing that they're doing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All like, the- if they don't even go into fucking Seoul or something, then why are they doing it? That's true. They, but they were doing a lot of location shoots with, like, uh, like Wheels on Meals and stuff. We that's what I mean, but that's yeah, yeah. The, kind of the point. Like, we're yeah. in this crazy place. We're in, you know, Spain or whatever. Like, in this, it's it's like, oh, they could have done this any fucking hit- yeah, don't, snow. They don't, they don't have snow in China? Or maybe they might be shooting in, like, summer or something. Well, I don't think they're probably shooting in mainland China in 1989. I don't think that's going to happen. Do you know what? Fuck that shit. If they were shooting in summer, then it would be summer in Korea as well. Yeah. yeah. they got mountains in Korea. There might be snowing all the time up in those mountains. Possibly. Well, the mountains in China. But they're not going to go to China. Oh, that's right. Doesn't China own Tibet? Tibet's got mountains. Dude, we're talking about 1989. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't just go into China to film things in 1989. Literally uh, in this movie, there's like a scene, a brief scene where they're like, they find the Iceman. And they're all sitting around in a sh- really shitty looking room, so you know it's yeah, communist it China. Yeah. And they're like, "How the fuck do we get out of here?" That's great. We got to get. We got to have a reason to leave this place before they kill us. And they're, they're referring to the Tiananmen massacre, which means now I've said about that. Tanks and yeah. yeah. Now, now I've said that. Uh, no, we this, need is, to edit this that. podcast is now banned in China. Can we please call <laughs> it T, we call it T Square or something? Uh, Maybe I'll just edit this whole part yeah. out. Yeah, edit this whole part out. Yeah, but uh, it happens in this film. Yeah, they refer to an incident in China. We don't know what. We don't know what. Um, something about stuff. Yeah, 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 something, and and people want to leave. Yeah, that's right. It's really bad. Yeah, but um, they probably deserved it. 
Fucking my trivia is just getting derailed every time I bring up a piece of trivia. Some, piece, some other trivia as well um, is uh, Yoon Byu uh, is in this film. And I've always said he's aged incredibly gracefully. He's one of the Yoon brothers. And his career just never took off. He, uh, he didn't really want to become... Well, I'm sure he wanted to become a big action star, but he never actually achieved it. And, he was uh, always second fiddle to someone else. Yeah, he had a couple of opportunities. I was watching Once Upon a Time in China, Prodigal too. Prodigal Son. He was the main, main star in That's that. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, he, Lam he, Ying was But he, it's like he never broke out. No. Do you know what his English name is? You know, they anglicize no. a lot of these guys' names, like Jackie and Bruce and that. Mm-hmm. His, uh, his anglicized name is Bill. Bill? Yeah, Bill. How does it work? Bill Yuen? Uh, actually, yeah, I don't know. Is it Bill Bao? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Is it Bill? Yeah. But he, he's got two. He's got uh, Bill, uh, which is a name that he chose for himself. And then a Jimmy is one that producers gave to him. He, is, he looks like a Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. He looks more like a Jimmy than a Bill. Yeah. Um, he's not a William. No. No. He can't pull William off. Maybe a Willie? Willie Bow? Willie Bow? <laughs> Willie Bow. Or, or, or won't he? <laughs> Willie Bow or won't he? Um but and then he just he, he said fuck it I'm just gonna go by Yoon Bu. It was Bill Bill Yuen. Oh, it was Bill Yuen. Yeah, because yeah, that is the family name. Family names first. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so. then he was credited later as Jimmy Yuen. Yeah, but they were both later dropped. He could have called Jimmy the Cut Snake. Jimmy the Cut Snake. You'll <laughs> get as angry as Jimmy the Cut Snake. I'll cut you, boy. I don't know. Just Jimmy's a great name. Uh, you know, maybe like yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy's a, a name with menace. Like, like kind of familial menace. Like he puts a hand around your shoulder and says, "Come on, mate, it's all right." And then he stabs you right in the fucking ribs. That's, that's <laughs> oh, Jimmy's a, the crazy eye guy. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Jimmy's actually the name should be the name of the bad guy in this film. Uh, the bad guy is Yoon Wah, who plays a fantastic bad guy. He plays a lot of bad guys. And you know what? Fuck the trivia. Oh wait, wait. One last piece of trivia. All right. Um, is contemporaries. At the time is something that I like to look at. Yep, yep. Box so, office. Box office. So to give you a bit of background, the top box office film in 1989. Can you guess? It's quite famous. Uh, 1989. 1989. Yeah. I'm going to get this wrong. Some Jackie Chan Condor. Uh, wait, no. Just in the world. Oh, in the world. Yeah, highest grossing film in the world. Uh, Tim Burton. Oh, Batman. Yeah, Batman. Number one, 1989. I was kind of hoping it was going to be Total Recall, but I think that's a 91 film. Uh, yes. So in uh, in Hong Kong, I don't know what the top grossing film is, but I can tell you what contemporaries were available at the time. Go on. Uh, so there was Miracles by Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. Right. Hopefully they did not make a lot of money because that's a terrible film. Not his best film, no. Uh, Pedicab Driver. With that's Sam a pretty Hunt. great film. Pedicab Driver? Yeah. Yeah, so some reasonable films. Um, in the Line of Duty 4, starring Donnie Yen. Um, oh wait, no, sorry, that's not a film. That's just a piece of shit with Donnie Yen in it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. For some reason, I know that Donnie Yen is old, right? Yes. But he still has a career, but all these other people don't. What do you mean? He's younger than the other guys. Yeah, so but so how is he in the same? How is he doing leading man roles in? He'll do anything for money because he speaks really good English. No, but you're not understanding what I'm saying. So this movie comes out in 1989 yeah. with our boy, yeah, the Ice Man himself, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Dunyan is also in movies at the same time. Yes. Dunyan is still making movies. Uh, yes. 
But he's so he's got to be a contemporary of them. So he's got to be the same age as them. You know how what? the fuck is that happening? I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna say it's because is it CG? Is he is well, Donnie Yen just CG now? No, he's had probably surgery. But I'm <laughs> I'm gonna say that I reckon it's because he wasn't a stuntman. The other guys were. Oh, you know okay. what I mean. So they got hurt a lot more. Yeah. So he's. Uh, I'm saying that Donnie Yen's oh, not Donnie. a stuntman. Yeah. Oh, so Yoon Byu and Yoon Wah and you, you know, Jackie yeah. Chan, all them, the stuntmen, right? So they're taking their lumps and they do martial arts. Great, right? But Donnie Yen, he's a martial artist. So they shoot him doing martial arts. If somebody has to jump off a truck and land on their ass, it's Don- Donnie Yen. It's not Donnie. Yeah. Doesn't do his own stunts. So that's what I actually think. And Donnie, feel free to prove me wrong. Fall off a truck. Yeah, do do some shit. Get hit by a truck. <laughs> um, so I'm just a bit confused by that. That's really weird because for some reason in my mind, I thought he came onto the scene a little later, like ninety, like like I know he's in Once Upon a Time in China too. But I thought that for some reason I thought he was, was younger 90s. in that. Yeah, no, that was nineties. Um, but yeah, he was he was doing. I mean, in the line of duty four, presumably he was in the first three. I don't know if that's true, Sam. I don't know if it's true either. They just put whatever people in the la- in the sequels, baby. <laughs> oh. I reckon it's probably, um, you know, because he did sort of follow... Jack. We could just look up his age, but I like to Donnie think... Yen. Nah, yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck that. Age, yeah. Con- let's continue. I'll All talk right. about Nguyen in particular. He sort of did follow Jackie a little bit to America, um, a little bit after Rumble, more towards the Shanghai Noon sort of time frame. Mm. And he tried to get a few projects going there, and maybe just the gap of not doing anything for a while sort of cooled off his career. I don't think... It, like, I'm, I'm going to throw something out there, and I don't want people to take it the wrong way. He's not an attractive man, and he doesn't have a lot of charisma. Who, Donnie Yen? No. Yuen. Yuen. Oh, Yuen Biu. Yeah, Biu. <clears throat> I think he's aged a lot better. Like He's aged very gracefully. Yeah, I'm sure he looks great, but he never, he never like, I don't think he ever set hearts to flutter. Well, not leading man material. No. Always best friend. Yeah, always sidekick. He was always... Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. <laughs> he was the youngest of the brothers. Um, and he was always like he was one of the seven little fortunes, but he was always the littlest. Uh, Yunbu, I think, means like little one or something like that. But amusingly, he was one of of the um, the child actors that got in the most different roles and stuff because they didn't like Jackie as the child actor. So Yuan was one that was always picked to do all the different things. So if you look at his like filmography, he's in heaps of the movies that they all because essentially. The, all the kids got rendered out to be the kids in all random movies back then in the 60s and stuff. And he was um, one of the main ones that used to get picked all the time. So, cute child, obviously. Mm. And then, um, yeah. But he, he I mean, he, he's, he's excellent at what he does, proficient. But he, he does come off his best friend material. Yeah, he's not. He, he gets friend-zoned a lot. Mm. He doesn't have that charisma or that stage presence that, like, probably Jackie or Samo do. Um, I've just got a couple of other films that I'll, I'll rattle off here. Our, our mate Inframan, Danny Lee, was in The Killer with Charlie and Fat. That was in the same year. Um, that was an amazing film too. Iceman Cometh. Uh, and I don't think there's anything else of note. Um, obviously, anything that Jackie Chan is in is, is of note. A Return of the Lucky Stars. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's... Uh... Yeah. Shall we get into this goddamn movie? Yeah. Mikey, do you want to start? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's abbreviated sort of um, paceful plot because it's it's obviously similar plot to... The other Icemen. The other Icemen. (laughs) The Icemen. Similar plot. Obviously, they copied this plot and then cut pieces out of that they liked. Is there an earlier film? 
I don't know. An earlier. An earlier Iceman. Is there well, an earlier it, Iceman? It's actually, originally there's a play that was written by an American in the 1930s called The Iceman Cometh about sort of similar... Um, sort of fish out of water story that was. Are we talking Encino Man here? I was just going to say that. <laughs> you could say that. Nice. This one more is mm. more like the, the cheese is old and moldy. Let's move on. Let's not do our Paulie Shore impressions. Yeah, okay. This is more like um, Highlander. <laughs> yeah, this is very Highlander, including the electric uh, electricity effects. effects. But no Queen. No Queen. Unfortunately, no Queen. That, that would make it a, a much better movie with awesome music. Man, this. Uh, d- I know we just started sidetrack. Movie in this movie, music in this movie is fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> what, did you, what did you say it was played on? It sounded like it was played on a Casio keyboard. And it was sponsored by Casio. The movie was it really? Yeah, yeah. So you can look <laughs> at the Holy shit! You're absolutely right. It probably was a Casio. Keyboard. But the other thing it reminded me of is really bad karaoke, like em- like uh, MIDI. MIDI versions of songs. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. It's awful. It's <laughs> awful. You know what, the intro, this is uh, Hong Kong Legends DVD, Mike, this is yours, and when they have, you know, the splash screen with the DVD, the music in the splash screen is fucking awesome, and then you click on it, and then it's just like this terrible... It's like you you bought a phone from nineteen uh, two thousand and seven. Yeah. Oh, polyphonic ringtones, that's my shit! (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to spend all day making this song work on my fucking phone, so when my mom calls me, I feel good. (laughs) Music shit. <laughs> that that's probably the one downfall. The soundtrack. Uh, if if I had a kick in soundtrack, I reckon this would have been a much bigger hit. Oh man, I don't think it, the soundtrack could have saved it. Things. No. I mean, it's fun. It's a fun film. It's There's fun a lot movie. of fun bits in it. All right, plot, uh, plot, right. plot, plot, so, plot, plot. Uh, similar to obviously the remake of it. Uh, we set up in the Ming Dynasty, and uh, there's you and someone's got a hot tub. Oh yeah, I forgot Do about it. Do you want to actually start in order, or just no, no, no? Plot. Just go through it. We'll just we'll, we'll, we'll come back to scenes come that are fantastic. To the scenes that are good. So basically, Ewan's uh, chief of the royal guards. Um, oh, wait, when you say Ewan, you should say which one because it's Yunwa oh, and sorry. this Yunbao. Yeah. Bao. 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 Yeah. Yunbun. What? What? What's his actual? Let's call him Cut Jimmy the Cut Snake. No, I was just I just saw his actual Chinese name. It's no. Ha. No, no, like it's Ching. Ching. Oh, it's Ching. The, Ching. Char- yeah, yeah. Characters, the character's name is Ching. So Ching is the chief of the royal guards, and uh, his feel a bit racist saying Ching. <laughs> well, no, you got me there. <laughs> okay, YB. YB. <laughs> you can call him Ching. That's the name. Technically, is his name. I'm, I'm just going to call him Jimmy now. You can call him Ting because Ting and Ching are it's not like they're the same in Chinese. Ting. Yeah, you can call him Ting. I want Jimmy Bill now. <laughs> Jimmy Bill. <laughs> Jimmy Bill. <laughs> Shit. Go on. Just keep going. Just keep going. His name's Ching. His before, name's before Ching. Before we go, another piece of trivia. Yun Bu's actual Chinese name is Ha Ling Chun. Uh, so there you go. Ha Ling Chun. Born in Hong Kong. All right. Okay. Ha Ling. <laughs> ha Ling is uh, uh, the chief of the Royal Guards. And uh, it turns out his older brother is a bit of a psychopath rapist. And uh, he breaks in... To, to like the royal the, compounds yeah. and kills the king's cousin, the princess something or other. I don't think it was just his cousin. I think he was fucking all them chicks. Well, all these concubines. I think it was a harem, was and I think he harem. killed all the harem ladies, one of them which mm. was the cousin. The emperor was really upset about it, so he must have really cared for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, 
The the shot sort of set around sort of a, a little mini pool. It's almost like a hot tub. Thing. It definitely is a hot tub. It's a hot tub that they've kind of tried to hide isn't a hot tub. Yeah, <laughs> make it like a um, almost like a little mini lake or something. Yeah, it's a plunge pool. <laughs> plunge pool. There's the, and at one point you actually see the lights in it. Yeah. <laughs> The candles and, underwater, and they went. They went for that shot as well because they could have pushed the girl into the water, and he jumps in, and they're swimming. And they're just going for that underwater shot, you know, where the the robes sort of flow in the water yeah. and stuff. The other thing I want to point out is the cousins the get scene. the cousin. Is the cousin? Um, is it still Maggie Chung? No, the cousin's not Maggie Chung. Okay, because I thought at one point they were going to make the point that it was the same, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Uh, but um, but no. the other thing I want to say, they're taking off the, one of the servant ladies, sexy servant ladies, is taking off the shoes of the the cousin, the emperor's cousin, and she acts like her feet. Well, she doesn't act like her feet stink. That's just what I think. It does yeah, look like it, it acts like, like, like she's thinking that her feet smell real bad. She reacts to the shoe coming off. Yeah, yeah it's like, yeah. Mm, but she's so fancy. How can she have stinky feet? Yeah, fancy. She's good. never walked anywhere. <laughs> she has carried. Although, wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it have been great and actually? A, like period appropriate if they had, she had taken off her shoes and her feet with those tiny munty feet. Oh, did they? oh that would be so <laughs> fucked up. Oh, gross. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, awful but true. Oh, yeah, period binding period. of oh. the feet and hands. Chronistic. That girl's feet look normal. <laughs> <laughs> Not period realistic. Yeah. Um. So the big brother, um, you and you and Wah, um. He obviously breaks into the compound, uh, rapes and kills all of them. So the emperor is fairly pissed at this and basically blames uh, <laughs> Yuan Bao's character. Well, no, it's one of the um, one of his eunuchs, I guess. One of his advisors was just like he threw him up. He threw him up as yeah. it was his fault. Yeah, technically, he's in charge of protecting these people. So and, it wasn't just that, though. It was also that I don't know if if it's actually familial or if it was um, hierarchical. But that's his older brother too. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Okay. Throw him to I, the I gathered it wasn't because uh, later on in the movie he references parents, but it doesn't say like his parents. So I gathered it was more of a a brother of the same master kind of thing. Like yeah, but when he goes to see his brother's master, he calls him his brother's master, yeah. not his master. Yeah, which is not something you would do. No, yeah. I don't speak Cantonese. No, but uh, they didn't. He wasn't saying Sifu. He was saying something else. Sifu. I'll see you, yeah. fool. <laughs> I'll see you, fool. Anyway, continue the story, Michael. I'm sorry. I keep derailing no, no, shit. No, no, yeah, we're, we're still in the first, like, couple of minutes. <laughs> this is going to be a long... No, it's not, because we're going to skip a we'll part. Skip, we're we're going to skip, like, 30 minutes where we just say, and at this point, Jimmy the Cut Snake is treated like a bitch. <laughs> it's like an anime slice of life romantic comedy, which we're going to skip. Yep. Um, so the emperor acts like a total emperor bitch and says he's going to kill his whole family and stuff and kill him. And then he goes, oh, hang on a minute. I'll give you 20 days. Give you 20 days to farm, find your brother and kill him um, as like um, a gift because you've served me for so long. Yeah, that's your, your gift. So, um, the August personages are so wise. <laughs> exactly. So you and bows down. Yeah, that's great. Great Griff. Thanks for that. And uh, heads off to... His master. His, his, that's where he talks to his master. His, his master's master. brother. Yeah, that's right. Well, his master. brother's master. I gathered it was his master's brother. Like... No, his yeah. brother's master. He's going he's to talk to the guy who trained that dude because he knows he's got the black jade Buddha. 
Yes. He knows his master has a black jade Buddha and he wants to steal that shit. So he's like, my fucking, he's come and stole And he shows, he's been given the, like, the poison five, pa- five palm death yeah, touch. The jinx palm or something. Yeah. Shit. It looks like an impression on his chest made of clay. Play-Doh. Yeah. Play-Doh. Clay's too good for them. It looks hardcore. He's spitting blood out of his mouth. Yeah, he's like, oh, he got me. What I find interesting is why isn't he going to do anything useful? He's just sitting there doing like, like a set. Yeah, well, he's praying. He's like, he's meditating to... To hold the chi and to keep him healthy. Go see a better doctor than you. <laughs> he can't move, man. It's like, you know, Kill Bill. If I take more than five steps, his heart explodes. Oh, man. Yeah. Doomed. Yeah. Oh, these ancient curses. Which uh, he doesn't. So he uses this Jinx Palmy. He never uses it again. No. He should have used it again. It would have been great. Now, maybe he can only use it once. Oh, that's a bit maybe of a shame. Explains, <laughs> um, you know, the whole uh, MacGuffin uh, part with uh, the Buddha. Goes into the, teach the devil, devil and Buddhist. And, yeah. and apparently this device is the device the devil sat on and went through a hundred reincarnations and some sort of magical thing. Isn't that funny that uh, in this film, it is not the linger. It is not a Buddha's penis. But all I can think about now is that the devil sat on Buddha's penis. <laughs> <laughs> I, like to, I like to think the world is so fucked up because the devil came here. <laughs> the devil came to our time by sitting on it and came, oh shit, I'm going to give you all COVID and Donald Trump. <laughs> Thanks, devil. <laughs> Will death damn you? Because obviously it's a time... I'm still at 100%. I know it's a time travel machine because he goes back. Actually, I don't know he goes back in time. We don't no. see what happens to the Jimmy this cut snake after he, he sits on it and goes back at the end of the film. I like to think he went 600, 600 years into the future again. Be- oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just <laughs> it is you a don't time need travel. The rice cooker here. <laughs> That's hilarious. We're going to have to come back to that later. Yeah. It's rice cooker. So, but, but, okay. So he finds him. They have a big conversation, right? And then he, the bad guy starts the machine. Yeah. Right. And they both get transported to snow. So my first thought is not. They went forward in time. But they went forward in time. My first thought is, shit's a teleportation device. Yeah, they, they don't clear that up. No, they don't. No, they don't. Unless they move forward in time. But when they move forward in time, the place they land in has snow, and they're actually not frozen that long. Yeah. Yeah. See, that was that was the bit that was a little bit confusing because they're acting like they were frozen a long time ago when they uncovered them. Yeah. In a few minutes, but um, yeah, but it seemed like that would make more plot sense, but. Yeah, I, I, and they kind of cut that right down as well, like the the bits when they fall off the cliff and then all of a sudden they're frozen because it just looked like they just landed on them. They look like they got their fucking skulls caved in from the sides Jesus. of the rocks. They're hitting the sides of this mountain it's on the way down. We'll go to that bit. So they transport to the side of this frozen tundra. And there's a good fight. And there's a good fight. Which we can One of the best. To. One of the like top two fights in this film. Fight number one. Yeah. Yes. And they're both using swords. And I want to put this out. Ewan's got a really awesome sword. It's like, um, yeah. what do they call it? It's like gold Dragon or brass spirit or something. sword or something. It's, it's like almost like a brass casing on the outside of the edge, blade of the edge. Yeah. It looks really cool. Like That would be like a On your wall, you'd be like, this is my replica of the sword from, from The Iceman Cometh. That shit was fucking tight. This is better than that movie. Yeah. Prop. <laughs> this one prop is better than everything else in that film. <laughs> It's pretty cool. You know what's interesting about it is because it looks like it's sort of, it's one of those things where you know how like when you look back and things are better as you get go back in time, it's kind of got like this is really old. It's Bronze Age plus like Iron Age, yeah, because it's got like a, a like a brassy, bronzy sort of golden hue to it on different parts. I'm like, 
Yeah, someone's had that in their family for generations. Well, they talk about it. He talks about it later and he says, you know, like it doesn't get stained. It's Yeah, he, he treats it with respect and awe that it deserves. It's like he's a dragon fang. Kind of yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he uses it to chop through Yuan sword and then slash his ankle. And but Yuan's a you, bitch with fucking got, like, knives yeah, on like, his fucking elbows. He's yeah. like, Rah! We keep calling him oh, Yuan. Let's call him... Uh, so Ha-ha. What? Feng. What? Feng. Oh, his name's Feng in this movie. In movie yeah, yeah, Feng. Feng. Let's call him Feng. Feng. So Feng's got like... Feng's out- a fucking great name too. <laughs> fucking Feng. Feng. <laughs> he sounds like he's going to fuck you up. <laughs> Sell you some drugs, and then, but they're not the right kind of drugs, and then he's going to rob you later. <laughs> That's the kind of guy Feng is. Yeah, I'll deal with you. Just don't bring Feng anymore. <laughs> so he's got like talent things. My girlfriend doesn't like Feng. He keeps giving her the shifty he's eye. talking to you, Mike. What? Uh, yeah, I just got to talk to you, Mike. Yeah, hear. it was dropping off. Sorry. So he's got like talent things on his elbows that he uses to like stab into... Uh, uh, Ewan Bao's arm and hand and, and so forth as they're fighting and then they do the one big push jumps falls off the side of the cliff now the cliff is at least what 500 metres oh it's high. huge oh, I don't know how high it is but they definitely hit their heads they hit on the way down they yeah. multiple times on the way down to a valley and land in snow and not like a big puff of snow just snow some snow like seriously they're those dummies are fucked Dead from the impact, dead from the hits on the side going down, all their internal. Also, I want to I want to go back a little bit. Unlike the remake, which we've talked about previously in this in this on our podcast, these people don't seem to be superhuman. Apart from the fact that they don't like they're afraid of guns. Um, Jimmy the Snake gets his hand shot at some point, and it looks like it doesn't. No, they they, they do exhibit kind of like uh, slightly superhuman, slightly qualities. superhuman, yeah, slightly very like very stronger. They can. They fucking like fly. They're like wushu. Arts masters. They don't yeah. fly, fly, mate. Fucking. They jump like they're on trampolines, yeah. but they don't. They're not like no. They don't fly. Crouching tiger, hidden dragon, flying through the fucking. Well, I don't know. You know that intro scene where Feng rapes those girls. Oh, he, yeah, he kind of does He's fly. Legit there. gliding. But that's in. the only time that that happens. Yeah. Well, he does. He does jump around a lot. That but, was art, that was for artistic measure in the scene. That was like a, an outtake from Sex and Zen or something. <laughs> Chinese ghost story. When they do go in, uh, forward in time, um, Ting, he makes the point that he's on the freeway and he's like, I've, you know, like a, I don't have the same abilities. Yeah. So I assume gravity's gotten stronger over the last 300 years. Or is it, you know, he's still thawing out? Possibly, uh, yeah. Yeah. They, they play that up a bit in the... Uh, he does get shot and he does go, ow, we got to get the fuck out of here. His, his bullets hurt. Yeah, bullets do hurt. <laughs> but it, was, it looked about as bad as somebody putting wax on his hand. Yeah, well, I don't know if that's bad effects or if that's because the bullet sort of like just became a pile of lead in his hand. I'm not sure. Oh, it True. probably did become yeah. a pile of lead in his hand. It wasn't like solid thing. It just crushed itself. Yeah. Anyway, um, that happened later. Yeah. So we sort of then skip forward from... Uh, Lying in the valley of the snow to like an expedition and an expedition's out in the snow for no reason really discussed at all. They just happen to be out there, and someone trips over, I think, and falls into the snow. And when they pull them out, they find they have some people, these frozen people, and then they spend special effects budget. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. That's the same joke I was about to say. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> to set up some lasers to measure the ice and it's like an um, Atari twenty six hundred graphics. Yeah, to do like an internal scan of some blobs that turn into a person shaped blob. Yeah. And oh, what was the comments that they made when they found um, Ting and Feng lying like, on top of each other? Because they're embraced. Because he essentially they were Ting, each other Ting, uh, as he went over the cliff. 
like, yeah, Ting essentially rugby tackled him over a side of a cliff. Um, and they're like, oh, see, this is proof of homosexuals back in the olden days. And then one of the other people goes, did they have AIDS back then? He's like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> There's your Wong Jing humor creeping yeah. in there. Yeah. 100% that's Wong Jing. I know it was you, Wong Jing. Come at me. I know you punched up the script. <laughs> He's a script doctor. <laughs> Let's put some dick and fire jokes here. Oh, We've got to keep those, the, the patrons entertained. What keeps them more entertained than dick jokes? Oh, my Nothing. God. Nothing. Yeah. Wong Jing, I bet he's hiding. I will say, in today's day, he made a billion, <laughs> yeah. a billion movies. He knows how to make them. Yeah, yeah. He knows yeah. what those punters want. Um. So anyway, they, and then they sit around trying to figure out how to get, a, a, get a communist block with uh, Chairman Mao knockoff sitting in one corner, um, talking about how they should try and bring them back to life with electrodes because they did that with like frogs frozen in the 1800s or some shit about <laughs> some stuff. And they throw in some side comments about tanks and um, wanting to get out of mainland China, uh, etc. Um, being topical, I think, because of the specifics of when this was released. A year later, from a certain uh, thing that happened. To a certain... Yeah, I don't know, something. T-square thing. Um, and for some reason, we then go to Hong Kong. Because apparently getting out of mainland China is all through Hong Kong. Yeah, so they, they land in, in, in China... In Hong Kong. Favorite thing that they do, though, is uh, they ship off the bodies in refrigerators in a box and with national treasure written on them and a giant wax seal, like, stuck on the corner, like, with a stamp. Yeah, like a huge one. So you know it's important. Well, that's, well, that's how, that's how, that's how you know how communist China was rolling back in those days. They still didn't, they still didn't have proper, like, immigration tags. They had to put a giant wax seal on something to keep it closed. You open this, you're fucked. <laughs> how do they get that? Because you know how the uh, the seal, the, uh-huh. the wax... And we're talking about corner. a baby seal with big eyes. <laughs> <They're> just... <laughs> you know how the wax You know how the wax had like melted over the edge? Yeah. How'd they get a seal that goes on uh, like a... Don't usually roll that shit. Is it? Is that I don't know how. I, uh, over a corner, I don't know how that would that's work. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Though. See, see they, they spent all that time before like free trade agreements figuring out how to corners of wax <laughs> corner seals yeah yeah that imagine was... imagine the size of that signet ring the guy was using <laughs> it was fucking huge <laughs> it's like a, the flavor flavor of signet rings he's just like got this massive signet ring as a clock around his neck oh man so so three morons break in <laughs> yeah, that's right. and they were like this got to be worth a lot of money it's called treasure and they open it and they accidentally fucking melt the guys out of the ice yeah, because they're, cry- they're in a cryogenically frozen tank yeah. now, I guess. They're so like a fridge, and they accidentally knock the dials, and then water falls. And then there's some really bad fake electricity again. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing we didn't mention. When they went back in time, really bad fake electricity and, like, ghosts flying around or whatever. Very bad. Worse Awful. Than, worse than Battle Wizard. Worse than yeah, Infinite. man, for a movie that's, like, ten years later. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. I fucking... Golden Harvest, you should be ashamed. That special effects budget died with Shaw Brothers. <laughs> Apparently. Um, so, of course, they're now woken both of the uh, frozen men because let's not forget the fact that they fell off a cliff before they got frozen. No injuries. They also cut each other, by the way. I wanted to meant for, uh, we oh, yeah. that they got stabbed and cut and they were showing those injuries. Oh, Jesus, guys, sorry. Um, they were showing those injuries before they... Fell off the side of the cliff, and those—they don't have those injuries anymore either. No, they healed in the and ice. The clothes healed too over time, kind of <laughs> stab and cut through. Yeah, so magical plot hole. Um, 
then, of course, uh, we then start to go fish out of water plot through. So we start off with uh, Ewan walking up onto the freeway. Again, Ewan. Some cars. Ting. Sorry? Ting. Could, could be Ewan Wa or Ewan View. <laughs> Jimmy the Snake. Jimmy the Snake. Okay. All right. Good. Jimmy I'll, the I'll Snake. I'll go with Jimmy the Snake because I'm liking it. It's sitting down. Jimmy the Snake. Up on the uh, I go Ting. Go Ting, actually. Ting, 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 ting. ting this is going to be really difficult. And Yoon did this. Oh, Yoon fucking punched Yoon in the head. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> God damn Yoon. But I was calling the other Yoon Fang. Hey? Fang. Fang. Fang and Yoon. Yeah, but then you get a Yoon and then it's like, oh, is it Ting or is it Fang? Ting. All right. We're confused. I'm confused. Go on. So he's up on the freeway, nearly gets hit by the car. Common joke. Flips over. For some reason, they decided to put tinsel on the cars. It's Christmas time. Christmas time. I know it's Christmas time, but because people enjoy Christmas. I put, I put, I put. What are you, a fucking humbug? Yeah. Evan, he's a motherfucking Scrooge over there. It was released in August. There was no like link in to Christmas. There was no reason to have it at Christmas other than let's have Look, snow theme. Maybe, maybe they like wanted Shane Black. when 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 did Die Hard come out? Maybe they're trying to get some of that Die Hard Christmas money. <laughs> I'm assuming that was closer to Christmas. It's the only thing you know, I can think you, of is the when time you make, the snow When you're making a Christmas snow. movie, you've got to be like Mariah Carey about it, right? With the Christmas album. You've got to think, this shit's going to play forever. It doesn't matter when it comes out. It's just got to, every year, someone's going to work, this is my thing that we do on Christmas. We watch The Iceman Cometh. Or admittedly, <laughs> we should call it The Snowman Cometh. Well, that's, every that's year. what it's playing on. It's trying to play that he's a snowman. Yeah. Magically came to life at Christmas time. Doesn't have it's a hat, frosty. though, or a he special a nose. No- yeah. yeah, he doesn't bring it's the children together. Fun. No. And teach them lessons about life. It might have a heart of cold, though. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so then he jumps off the side of the road and lands with a bunch of hobos. One of them being Mr. Corey in the house. You and- yeah. Yep. And uh, then, for some reason, Stanley Tong comes around dressed up like Santa Claus, giving away presents. Yeah, that's a pretty funny scene, but we're not going to spend much time They do a little bit of back there. and forth, obviously, establishing that he doesn't know what time he is, where he is, etc. And uh, then Corey Yuan gives him a history of China book that he happens to carry. He just around. happens to carry around a history of China book. <laughs> and uh, we'll skip forward again to... He meet, meeting uh, Maggie. Maggie Chung. Maggie is playing a model-turned-prostitute who is in with a bunch it's, of... It's just a prostitute that thinks she's a model. They try to play it off like she's never actually fucked a customer. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I presume that's the thing, right, in the film, is that she's never actually soiled herself. Yeah, because, you know, she's too bad, good for that. Whatever. She should just be a prof- fucking prof- prof- prostitute. She's like a streetwise femme fatale type yeah. character, yeah. She's doofy as hell in this film. Oh, actually, yeah. This is probably her best role I've ever seen her in. Yeah, she's really expressive. She, she, she actually really acts. Well. She's cute, but she's annoying. Yeah. She's got more than one setting. And vulnerable. Ah, Maggie Chung. Yeah, Maggie Chung. She does have good chemistry with... Uh, yeah, she does. Yeah. More than Jackie. Oh, way more than Jackie. Yeah. So she's she's about... To, she's like... She's trying to get out of her job with her John, which is like a sort of an S&M thing in a car, and he's wearing like a clear Ronald Reagan mask. That's or, pretty funny. Or a Nixon mask. We're not sure because it's clear. It's hard to tell. He looks fucked up, and she's like, take the mask off. And we were like, whoa, put the, put the fucking back on. <laughs> put the back on, yeah. <laughs> So she's getting whipped in the back of the car and she's sort of faking being hurt. And and uh, Ting sees this from uh, a, a bit away and thinks that a woman is in danger. So he rushes over, beats the fuck out of that guy oh, and yeah. beats the fuck out of a bunch of other people by putting on the pressure point moves. 
That was pretty cool, actually. He did like the whole Fong Se Yok thing with his two fingers. He made them all pause. Yeah, he freeze them all. He did do a double palm slap through a car window, uh, which was fake as hell. But uh, then he grabbed the yeah the giant yeah. guy out of the car. And him. and uh, Maggie doesn't actually seem very impressed by this. She's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you pay these people some money. You have to sort that out." Yep. And of course, him being the White Knight, he's like, "Yeah, of course." So this fuck, is, he's a uh, goddamn simp in this film. He, he, uh, so then, it, it, obviously, they do the whole plot. He hasn't got anywhere to go, so he goes back to her house. Does a whole fish out of water? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of fish out of water here, and I don't think we need to spend much time on it because most of it's bad comedy. Yeah, what uh, is this magic box that shows like, pictures? It's like a really long montage, really. Apart from that very first bit, it's like a long montage of her essentially using him as a bodyguard slash pimp slash, slash simp uh, to... You have the toilet joke where he... Oh, he drinks uh, out of the toilet. That's great. Yeah. That's this, a great joke. This is the, what Donnie Yen decided to bring into his version of this. Uh, he did so, the poop, the giant the poop. exploding toilet. Yeah, still toilet humor. You know, like you chuck it, you chuck this guy, Ting, who's from three hundred years ago, into a toilet, and I you're think like, it's amazing. It's a re- well, you, a she, refilling well. Yeah, you go take a bath. So then, what does he do? Opens the toilet, takes a drink out of it. Well, nothing else has water in it. Yeah, yeah well, he, yeah, he wouldn't know how to use a tap, would he? No, he wouldn't. Yeah, no. Takes no. a drink out of his toilet. Interestingly, he said it's salty. That means that she had salt in there, or maybe maybe toilets drew up salt water. I don't know why that would happen, but. No, maybe it's right next to the uh, the river. So let's just fucking move on. Yeah, you know the plumbing, the water could have actually like urine in it still or something. Might have been a bit brackish, you know, being. Oh, let's maybe just the water level. That's gross. <laughs> the salinity, the salt level. So the yeah, so he's you know he does. Oh, I don't. Why are there people in the? What are those people in that box? Blah 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 blah. Doesn't understand electricity, but she finds out at this point that he's sort of superpowered because he just sort of grabs a kettle. Yeah, his hands don't. It's all that iron palm shit that he's been teaching yeah. himself. Yeah, he doesn't have any feeling in his hands. Yeah. Probably. Well, you know what I thought. Or alternatively, just... frostbite. Motherfucker's been frozen a long time. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I can't feel shit. So I can't bone you because I left it back in the mountain. What really, what really threw me in the uh, film at this point was when you go through her house and she's got a kettle on the floor and there's like a power cable connecting the cable, uh, the kettle to the wall, and you just, she tripped over that shit. She would do it all the time. Yeah, that's a terrible place. Well, let's to also it. just step back even one step further. Her apartment looks like a goddamn set. It doesn't. They don't even look, seem to have tried to make it look like an actual physical location. It looks like a fucking set. Yeah, it's like two walls. It looks like it's on a like that's the kind of set that would be in a cheap high school production on like a, at a theater. Yeah, that's right. It's got windows, but the windows just appear black. <laughs> she even has a Christmas tree. Well, yes, because it's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's. Essentially, they come to a sort of arrangement at this point. Um, he's going to work for her for 300 bucks a month, which doesn't seem like a lot of money. I don't think she's she actually paying him. No, I don't think so either. Well, he has money later on, mm. buying a newspaper, etc. Well, so he probably has something. But he's, um, he's, he's, she essentially uses him as like an all-purpose bitch. Bodyguard. Yeah. She's still doing her pimping. Like her prostitution, but she's not actually going through with it. Before she actually has to have sex with anybody, she calls him and he runs in and beats the fuck out of him. <laughs> and you see this yeah. a couple of times. She also uses him as like a like just a piece of shit around the house. Feed my feed my friends, cook for my clothes, wash my clothes. There's a bit where he, he's so good at washing clothes that he fills a whole room with suds. Like it's awful. It's some awful jokes right now. We're just living the awful joke life. Yes. Yeah. And we finally get back to Feng. 
Fantastic, fantastic. As, uh, he had also woken up, and he's he, tr- he, when he. One thing I will just go back to when he wakes up. He does the. He does a Mr. Vampire jump out of out of the fridge. Yeah, which we almost said, is he a vampire? Well, no, I, did, I knew he jump. wasn't going to be a vampire, but I kind of hoped he was. He did do a jump though, a double footed jump. Yeah, and uh, it was nicely executed. Um, so he's been basically acting like a crim the whole time. He's dressed up like a, a thug, robbed some jewelry stores. He's like straight out of eighties casting. Basically, got a a, a gang going already. Uh, or working for someone. He looks like Arnie in Terminator 1. He's uh, got really scrawny gloves. Arnie. Yeah, really scrawny Arnie. <laughs> cut his hair short, etc. Yeah. Um, then we cut to like the hideout, I guess, where he's sitting there watching about five TVs at once. More than five, I'm pretty sure, but yes. Controlling them all with one remote. Bullshit. There was no universal remote back in 1989. Probably not. I don't know. In Hong Kong, maybe there was. Maybe. They always worked on weird shit. And you don't you don't activate them by pointing it at your stupid TV. No, but um, so he's there watching his shitty TV, and he's watch also watching like his boss's. Uh, can we go back a step? We really should go yes. back to. There's a couple of good sequences in here where the montages are happening. The first one is Ting. Uh, he defends Maggie Chung. This is where he gets shot in the hand. Mm. There's lots of flips and shit while he's dodging those bullets and punching people. Really quite good. And there's also the uh, bit where a Feng is robbing a jewelry store. Yes. And he jumps on top of moving cars down yes. a fantastic looking old Hong Kong street. Fuck, that's a great looking. Jumping onto a moving it's car. Like he's surfing on the car. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And then he flips into a van and the van takes off. This is probably one of the best, like, car, like, hopping on top of cars shots that I've seen. Because. First, he runs up onto a like a letterbox or something, and then jumps onto a moving car, and it's seamless. It's so crisp. And then he jumps onto like, another one. Yeah, and he's just and he's obviously got no wires or anything. He's just surfing on this car. He look, it looks amazing. I want to do that shit. Yeah, man, that shit's amazing. And the, I did like his little flip and roll into the van, and the van takes off. It's really yeah. good. Like, uh, so I, I think those are the two major action sequences in this like little like so forty minute piece. So well, and then the hideout. There's like another yeah, little that action. we're essentially there now. So. Yeah. Uh, Feng uh, essentially decides he's had enough of this shit and he's going to rape this woman. Because he sees this woman just taking... I, I assume he's hung out with her before. Yeah. She treats him like shit. And he's yeah. like, I don't she's, have to take like your shit. The uh, the crime boss's wife or whatever and she's wearing some poor lingerie. Not very attractive woman. But no. it doesn't matter to Feng because Feng likes to rape and behead women. Essentially. <laughs> as his MO. It's pretty... Actually, this is really violent, this bit. Yeah. Yeah. So he he starts getting into the lady. He's had enough of her shit, so he's just going to rape her. Um, and the, the boss comes back. The boss gets out and he's like, fuck you. What the fuck do you think you're doing? Goes to get his gun and he's about to fuck him up. And he's like, I took all the bullets. And Fang essentially flicks the like the loaded cartridges back into his like leg and his arm. Yeah. And fucks yeah. him up. Then he starts raping the woman anyway, just breaking her bones as he's going. It's fucking crazy. like it. Her, like bending her arm back, and, yeah, and, um, snapping a leg, and all these other things, and you're like, "Well, that's that's pretty full on." Yeah, the guy grabs one of the bullets out of his leg, yeah, and puts it in the gun because he he just flicked them in. He didn't like explode them or anything, so he's still got bullets. And he's slowly crawling up, and then Feng just flicks another one into his head. Yeah, the, it, I don't know when if it was here or a bit earlier, but uh, I think Feng does like a back kick into him, and he lands on a oh the steps the stairs oh, oh yeah oh 
Like, poor stuntman, because he would have landed. And the shot is from behind the stairs and the impact of him hitting the stairs. On yeah. the edge, yeah. Oh, man, it just looks so painful. Didn't the girl get thrown onto a, a thing as well? The girl got tossed onto, like, a big um, table or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think so, yeah. That's oh. across the hood of the car, wasn't it? At, yeah. at one point, I'm pretty and sure, yeah. Because well. that's where he rapes her, in the car. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. She runs towards the car to get out. He closes the door on her leg. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Brutal. They've made him seem like a killer, a real evil like, bastard. Not yeah. a nice guy. The only thing they could have done to make him worse is have him rape a little boy like they did in Rambo. Yep. Um, the, the, because the, cause they do set him up as a bad guy in the first bit, but it, it's like kind of like, because it's so floaty, it's not as evil. I don't know why. That always comes No, I know what you mean. It's more fantastic, whereas yeah. this is more gritty. Yeah, he realistic. literally flies into their room around the hot tub and kills them all. Well, he just throws like ribbons around their necks and stuff. It, it doesn't yeah. show him actually raping them. Yeah. But this one is like... He's on a... He's on a pumping. Up and down, not in yeah. and out. It's kind of weird, but... Let's it's like he's lose. doing push-ups on yeah. it. Yeah, he's doing push-ups. Yeah. So, it, it, it looks like a four-year-old who kind of knows what sex is supposed to be, but... Maybe that's why he's a rapist, because he doesn't know how to do it. Oh, hey, God. Getting into oh, his mental psychology of why he does what he does. Oh, anyway. So, <laughs> let's just move on. Um, so, now we've been introduced to the bad guy and the good guy. And then doesn't he read a... Doesn't our good guy, Ting, read a news clip about the rape and murder, and instantly he knows it's his arch nemesis yeah, well, brother? Yeah, that's his MO, right? Like, he rapes and beheads and women. beheads them, yeah. Apparently. So uh, he yeah, but that's like, dime a dozen in Hong Kong in the ninety in the eighties. I don't know. I'm no, just kidding. I would have heard about it. I would have yeah. thought. Um, so he figures the best thing to do is to create some wanted posters and stick them up down all in one place at the train station. I guess. Or? Yeah, I don't know. He's got like a hundred of these flyers just in one wall that he's personally hand drawn. Yeah, that's not how you do flyers. Actually, how did he photocopy them, or did he paint them all? I did think he painted, painted them all? individually. Jesus Christ. He doesn't know how to use a photocopier. That's what I thought. That's... <laughs> <laughs> it does remind me of the, the Donnie Yen Iceman when, um, you know, the, the bad guy uh, goes with the picture of Donnie Yen. He's yeah. like, have you seen this? And then the chick tears it up and he just pulls another one out. He's like, oh, what about this one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I totally don't remember that bit at all. Oh, okay. Because I've removed that from that whole movie. <laughs> Apart from the toilet scene from my memory. Uh, <laughs> and you're better for it. Uh, so, um, of course, what obviously happens is uh, Feng shows up at the whorehouse that uh, Maggie Chung works at and uh, promptly orders... I wonder how many people since since he killed that one lady and beheaded him, because it feels like it's time is passing. Yeah. Didn't they, Don't we find out it's been like it two months or something? A lot of these things are like, there's time skips and we don't know how long. Because he's been serving and waiting on this chick. like For a while. Uh, yeah. And he's actually enough time for him to go from like looking like a person from three hundred years ago to wearing a denim jacket with short hair. Yeah, yeah. He's so much so that he's now like completely disenfranchised with the role. He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, she's treating me like a piece of shit. But I, I don't know how many people that guy has killed in the interim. Probably yeah, a lot. That's right. So, but he shows up at this the, at the like the, the prostitute place where they organize things. Um, he organized to sleep with Maggie, Mag- but I don't think he knows it. He doesn't know. It's doesn't just know. it's just, just pure coincidence. Yeah, he, he just found a yep. girl. Yeah. So, so she starts up um, her normal mo, which is to uh, arrange for for Tang to to break into the room later on, um, but she can't get in contact with him for whatever reason because he's busy drawing up his flyers. <laughs> 
And then she's in the room with Feng, and uh, Feng starts to strip off, showing his uh, really scrawny looking body. body. Yeah. I know he's wiry and could kill me, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, you're very thin. Yeah. Like a a the wrong a wrong move for you, and you're gonna die. I, I like to imagine that uh, everyone had to give Samo the most food, and then Jackie <laughs> had the next most amount of food. And as you go down the chain, there's just less and less food. And then poor Yunwar and Yunbu had to make do with what they had. Man, he is so thin. And oh, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's really. Oh thin. my god, he has a really tight wad of <laughs> cash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, so so he's like, I want to see you bathe. He's like, why don't you get... She's just trying to put it off as long as possible, but too late. And then he just breaks her fucking arm. Oh, that's... Yeah, her wrist. Yeah, her wrist. And it, oh, it's horrible. And At then this, she calls... At this point, um, Ting decides to call and return the call back. And uh, accidentally, he answers the phone. And then they start doing the whole... I know you. Yeah. Feng and Ting are both like, hey, that, sound, that guy sounds really familiar. Yeah. Yeah, I and then and then there's like a bit of a cat and mouse. They end up at a cemetery. Yeah, and there's a lot of and, and he's got a mobile phone. Tim's yeah. got a mobile phone, and you said that it was going to cost them like it looks like- a million dollars. It's going to cost them a million dollars for these phone calls. Yeah, it's nineteen eighty nine for fuck's sake. And you know, it looked like one of those ones you get in like the plane that you swipe your credit card down the end. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> like, huge. Is he doing that every it's time. It's huge. Like, it's not just it's call. not just a handset. There was also, it was the handset. Well, there wasn't just a handset. But it's not just what you could hold with your hand. Yeah, it's with also like a attached. battery pack attached to it. It's fucking huge. Yeah. And um, But it would cost her millions of <laughs> millions of dollars for that phone call. Like, even if she does survive this, she's going to be paying off that bill for it. For, yeah, she thought pimps were bad. The, the telecom company's going to be on her forever. <laughs> oh, and roaming charges. That's going to be extra. <laughs> so then, oh yeah, Feng does some uh, lovely little bouncy bouncy yeah, across bouncy, the gravestones. Yeah, it's just fucking for some bouncy reason, the whole time. And then he's like, I'm going to rape and kill your girlfriend. She's like, she's just my friend. He's like, she's just your friend. Drink this poison. What's the poison going to do? It's going to make you not be able to do kung fu anymore. And yeah. kill you. The end. And kill this you. Is a, this is a, one of the few films where they actually, because they say this a lot in uh, Chinese kung fu films. Is that you do this shit and you lose your kung fu. And I was like, oh, it must be some fantastic thing. And, and in this film, they actually like quantify what it is. It's like, ah, it's cobic side acid or some shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, I should look that up. <laughs> Put it in everybody's cereal. Yeah, Church. fuck your kung fu, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I liked I, about this is that Maggie literally goes, "Don't drink that. What are you going to do? He's going to kill me afterwards anyway." And literally, he goes to kill him afterwards. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and he even goes, him, "Why did you even believe me?" And he's like, "Well, you know, I know if I didn't do it, you were going to do it anyway. And if I did do it, there was the tiniest chance that you might do what you said." He's like, you know me, man. You know me. It's like a a lose-lose proposition. I never beg. But if you do do it, you've lost your kung fu, which means you can't do anything about it. But, of course, there's always a get-out-of-jail card where he pulls out his acupuncture needle, sticks them in his liver or whatever to prevent the spread for an hour, to give him an hour to fight his powers and fight him. I I do like how Feng is like, you know, after he's there on his knees, Ting's begging and he's begging, and uh, Feng goes... That's disgusting. You've made me totally lose, <laughs> lose interest in your girl. It's like he's so pathetic. He's oh, this is gross. This is gross. I can't even bother fucking killing him anymore. Yeah. So he leaves, and there's a big chase sequence, and there's he's driving the greatest jeep of all time. Yeah, of course, Feng would drive a white jeep. Yeah, of course he would, because he's rock and pimp. Yep. So he drives off, and then he gets caught, and we think this is uh, is this where we think we might get a cameo? Our Wong Jin cameo. Yeah, he's in uh, he's in the, the crane. crane. 
So the crane accidentally hits the well, it doesn't accident the, the sort crossbar of, of the, the crossbar of the jeep, and and Wong Jing's in there just fucking around with the controls. So it lifts the jeep up, and Jimmy the Snake, he has Ting. He has like stolen a horse. Yes, and he jumps from the fucking back of a horse onto the jeep. It's amazing. That's I don't. I think big. it's fake. I think it's fake as fuck, but it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's white as shit. He's hanging underneath the jeep doing the old kick up, then eventually they flip up and they're having a fight across the jeep. I think at one point you did notice there was a cable like keeping the the jeep, jeep stable. Yeah, stable because obviously it's a, a yeah, it'd be hard to fight on. Swing one way or the other depending on how much weight you press. So they've yeah. got it keeping it level, and then they swing it out over the ocean, of course. Um, yeah. And eventually, like, so so Ting gets the upper hand, but he saves Feng from falling into the water, and I don't understand why he did save him from yeah, falling into know. the water, to then fall in the water himself. Yes, and he's fine. He's fine, anyway. So it's, why did he bother trying to save him? into water, but uh, the good thing was the shot of when he falls into the water really shows good. that he actually jumps off the the car crane into the water yeah, it's quite, pretty quite f- a fair drop yeah but the better one is when Feng jumps off the car onto the boat um, yeah that was yeah. huge that, that was, was a big massive jump. jump yeah down I mean sure he lands on some like mattresses did, like, or whatever probably packed up boxes that crushed down when he lands on it yeah. what made that jump more impressive to me was normally when you see like a stuntman do one of those big falls right they usually do a flop and they do like a flip and, and they, they land kick. on the back. Yeah. Hey? He did a kick. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. did a kick and he landed. It looked like he would have landed on his feet. Yeah. Which is yeah. like, you know, fucking knee yourself in the chin or yep. Yep. a tough stunt. He, he runs off, but Maggie Chung's gotten the police and the police all arrive and they take uh, they take Ting to, and he's like, we have the best medical care. And guess what? They can fix your Kung Fu in the modern age. They just fucking yeah. put you in, fix you up. You're good. You're good to go after that. Yeah, we know the chemical that you took and here's the uh, antivenom, whatever it is yeah. that they give you. There's a funny joke here, though, where he's like, Maggie's getting uh, slapped around by the police. Like, what do you know? How do you know? And it's like, my boyfriend used to be a royal guard in the Ming Dynasty, bitch. And and they're like bullshit. And then the doctor comes in and goes, I don't understand, but his cells are like three hundred years old <laughs> from the Ming Dynasty. From the Ming Dynasty. Convenient doctor is convenient because <laughs> uh, that's the kind of test that doc- doctors are just going to run for no apparent reason. It's just like let's check yeah. the age of these cellular structures. Yeah, that doesn't seem like something that happens in most medical places. Oh, this is where the best acting in the film happens. Yeah, that one the the guy who's giving a shit just kind of looks real like. Embarrassed, but kind of like he's getting still gonna, called out. Yeah, but he's still going to keep being a dick. That's great. It's yeah. great. Got to save face. Yep. Yeah. So we get um, essentially they do the back and forth where he's in love with her, but he's not, and he doesn't want her anything to do with her. But she still keeps coming back into the hospital day after day, bringing him some soup, bribing yeah. the nurse. He's really embarrassed that he told his crush that he had a crush on her, and now he's like, I can't look you in the eye because you're a prostitute. And then they they get out of the situation. Um, like the guy comes to kill him, yeah. But they escape. Oh, Feng comes in is like, and then they go. Then they go to some like some yoldy fucking cabin up in the woods, and she becomes like a housewoman, and he build. He makes a sword. It's right. He's got to make a sword to fight Feng. Yeah, because you need the to, best you thing need ever. To... He goes and buys a whole bunch of weapons from some weapons merchants, and they go. So what are you going to do with all these weapons? He goes. I'm going to go back in time and rule the Ming Dynasty, and like. Okay, but what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then he kills those motherfuckers. Kills yeah. Cuts one of their heads right off. Well, he, they find the um, the it's dragon fang sword or whatever it is. It's dragon, dragon fang. Spirit sword dragon spirit. Dragon spirit. Dragon fang. That's from fucking Ninja Garden. Anyway, uh, and he's like, this is this sword is worth a million dollars. The guns. You don't know what to do with it, so he kills them all. Yeah, he cuts his head off. 
And there's no way he didn't get killed by those Uzis. I'm just no. He dived. He dived over the box. Di- yeah, yeah, that saves you. <laughs> yeah, we well, you know backflips protect you against knives, and diving protects you against bullets. Yeah. So Ting figures out that uh, we get the news broadcast of the very convenient um, Wheel of Death. Um, prop. The Robert Jordan Wheel of Time series. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I it's found it very conveniently very... coming on display in Hong Kong for the next two months, but they have to write for the right of calendar time for the yeah. So, the, away so he's making his sword, and Maggie is like prostrating herself as like the best Confucian. Wife. Oh, that's right. Yes, because she has to convert they're, herself. They're doing the the flip of when Ewan was doing all the chores. Now she's doing all. Yeah, the she's chores. being a goodly lady. Yeah, yeah. Um, to prove herself to him to to bear many many children. But yeah. but at the end, she's not. She doesn't get what she wants anyway, which is great. It's bullshit. Or does she? As I said, he fell in love with her for who she was, and now he's like, "Now nah, you need to be like a yeah, you, you, know, you need yeah. to you need to be a proper lady." <laughs> yeah. So, but not a proper lady, but a lady who gathers sticks and bundles of wood in the forest. Yeah, it's bullshit. Oh, fuck, get hey, it. Maggie Chung, I wouldn't make you do that. Nah, man. Okay, but you got to stand behind Amy Kwok. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so he makes his sword. He's very impressed. They cut their fingers. He's like, "I'm gonna go in there and fucking do what I need to do and take my." brother back to the ye olde days uh, yeah there's something kind of gross about him just like cutting her finger without her permission oh yeah yeah yeah. He cut the fuck out of anything without anybody's permission he's a man <laughs> and then he cuts his finger and they got blood in the bowl like both your bloods is in there AIDS yeah COVID so, time going back going back to those Wong Jing jokes yeah then, then Feng's uh, heading off to the museum to use the machine and he's uh, dragging along his luggage which is uh, essentially the oh the so guns. good <laughs> and and he's got... He's fucking... He's a got a bandolier. He's got grenades all over himself. He's fucking gangster as hell. I love he's that they gave the... He sounds like... He looks like he's going to take over a Mexican village. <laughs> he's going back into the past and he's, he's got a rice cooker and a TV with him. And a radio. He's, he's got a stereo, radio, too. Yeah. stereo too. you got like, nowhere like to plug this shit in, dude. And what, what, and what he should have actually taken... Fucking books. <laughs> I just... It, it tickles me so much that he's taken back a rice cooker. It's like... The convenience of cooking rice in a rice cooker. Because I know what a bitch can, it is to cook rice. Can it be underestimated? It? Yeah. He's like, yes, I would take a rice cooker. And that's like one of the first things he throws up there too. He's like, this is definitely coming back with me. This no Jerushi motherfucker is coming back with me. It's my most prized possession. <laughs> so funny. I so, like that. I like that thing as a practical guy, you know? Yeah. yeah. Gren- grenades and Zojirushis. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And I thought he's... Uh, pretty strength brawn. <laughs> well, he throws up he like a... He throws the entire gun thing up there on top of this... And it stops, which thing. makes me think it actually was up there and then it... Yeah. It just fell down? Yeah. I don't know. It did look like a good throw. Yeah. So, but when he goes up to the top, he finds that the Black Jade Buddha's been is not there and a there's, there's a note saying, come and fight me on the roof, you bitch. Did so, it. and here we get probably the really the second proper fight in the, and the only other fight in the film. And it's I great... I want to take a moment here, just uh, about the fight. I want to talk about Ting's outfit. It's amazing. Oh, man. He's got, uh, what is it? It's a leather jacket vest. Is it a leather jacket vest? I think it's a leather jacket I think vest. It's, I think it's leather, and it's, it's open, and he's, it's got two white shoulder pads. White, like... Hard. Hard. The football, NFL. No, they're not, I don't think they're football. I think they're um, motocross. I think oh, that's motocross. what that actually is. Yeah. But it reminds me of, like, class of 99, like... When they thought the punks were going to rule everything in a decade, it looks like they were dressed. And the the ah oh, the, but Fang has the best outfits most of the time. One of the outfits where he's in the the hospital we didn't mention, it's a big jacket with a bunch of different sorts of 
like it's sort of like a collar jacket where it's got like oh one arm's like open. What, but one arm's totally missing and he's wearing like a like a bit of metal like studded shit on his arm. It's fucking so eighties as hell. It's like Highlander sort of like punky That's, future shit. This is this, all this shot here when they go up to the roof is it's a it's almost a Highlander yeah um, take like. They've got the, the neon signs in the background. They've both got big, chunky swords, and they're both coming towards each other to have a fight. That fucking plane. Oh, oh that's <laughs> yeah. right. They're in front of an Epson sign, and both of them have swords, and then they do like a draw-off where yeah. they're standing in front of each other. And a fucking like, 747 flies by in the background landing. landing, and you're like, my God, I think this might be the best movie of all time. Just for that brief <laughs> second, for that one brief second, like... God damn! I said, Great I said they shot. must have been planning that shot, and they're like, okay, 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 wait, it's wait, coming. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Everybody stand still. There might be so many planes landing that they didn't actually have to wait that oh, long. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's true. Next. <laughs> <laughs> so that, there's minutes. a pretty great fight. So they're all fighting on the roof. Uh, he, uh, the bad guy Fang is using the dragon spirit sword. He, uh, Ting is using the sword that he made. Eventually, the sword gets cut. But man, they are both flipping yeah. and moving and jiving. It's pretty fucking great. Well, they're both, I think, the most acrobatic of the Yoon brothers. Okay. And, well, they're uh, both skinny. You're both skinny. The warrior, like you say, like they're what are they like featherweights? Featherweights, man. Yeah. They're flying all over the place. But uh, what's his name? Ting is wearing like big shoes with like what are they like? like uh, so- yeah, they look like those leg warmers when yeah, you see, you know, yeah. uh, to make his legs stand out, I guess. Yeah. Um, so when they do kicks and they do movements, they're like big. He's doing these big spinning kicks and roundhouse man, kicks. Man, fuck. Think, they- um, yeah. So. Feng the f- gets the sword stuck into the electrical thing up the top. And gets so Feng, Feng breaks Ting's sword, and then almost uh, two seconds later, he gets the dragon spirit sword stuck in a generator, and he gets electrocuted with fake electricity shit going all over the place. I love place. fake electricity. I love fake electricity, too. But that's sort of like the sword fight. And then they sort of... Then they head down into yeah. where the machine is. Because Feng steals the Jade Buddha out of yep. um, Ting's back yep. pocket. Yeah, and uh, goes to use the machine, but at the last second... Um, Ting appears and jams his sword in there to stop the machine from working. Yep. And then there's a fisticuffs fight, and it's a fucking pretty great oh, fisticuffs it's so fight. Good. And the stunts in this thing, this like is the best fight in the movie. Yep. Yeah. There's a sure. Well, I'll, I'll break down some of the things that I remember. So there's a, a few flips, um, you know, like reaction shots. So there's so there's that first bit where they're sort of offside, so they're not actually fighting yet. Ting's come down. He's had he, he's. Flipping and shit to get away from Uzi fire, essentially oh, yeah, yeah. making himself oh, yeah. invincible through through flips. Yeah. Yes, and it's getting shot the fuck up, and and Ting is flipping like a maniac. What takes me out of this is he does a flip, a roll, a flip, a flip, and he does like, like all a these little shimmy. He does a little run, yeah, like, a little shimmy. Yeah, were you tired? Yeah, <laughs> did you have to stop flipping? Did, did he turned and bounced off the wall. And yeah, I think he might have gotten too like, close to the wall to do another flip. Yeah. Oh, okay, and he had to do a run to get yeah. off. Yeah, and then he gets a then then Feng throws a like a stick grenade, like yeah. a World War One stick grenade into where he's hiding, and he jumps out of there, and that's when it becomes like serious. The- so Ting Yun Bu jumps off the first floor. Yep, and lands on the ground. Yeah, like on his stomach. Yes. Or for our American listeners, he jumps from the second floor down to the first floor. Because they don't have ground floor for oh, some they don't reason. have ground no. floor? No. Jesus. First floor is ground floor. I first don't get, floor is ground floor? Fuck, I don't get this. No, so what do they do when they come here? They're like... They're probably very confused. They go to the first floor. Yeah. I'm on the first floor. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Just let yeah. it go. Yeah, okay. It's not important. <laughs> um, but... 
so, th- but this fight is amazing. There's so many flips. Every th- there's at least a couple of really solid. You see, you see Feng get hit oh, by those yeah. kicks, and you see Ting get hit by those kicks. There was one kick. Uh, so a spinning kick is when you kick backwards and you go high, and so Feng does a spinning kick, and then uh, Ting does a reversal spinning kick the other way. So like he then misses the, the well, Ting gets missed, and then his leg connects. With Feng's head, yeah, so that would that Yun view is kicking Yun and you see it because it's close in. Impact, it was yeah. I'm not hit. saying that it might have been sold. Like, obviously, it was sold. It probably wasn't as hard as you could possibly do it, which yeah. would be necessary to keep sort of the momentum going. Yeah, but it's real good. It's, well, beauty, juicy kicks, and then you see like um, a couple of times when they get kicked, they fly up in the air and they land like halfway on a table, like with their oh, back in the oof. middle of the table. They're smashing shit all over this museum. Yeah, it's like some. Decorative mummies, like just yeah. placed around, and obviously smash through the candy glass going through there. I think um, Feng grabs a piece of the glass at one point, and slices, that slices him, yeah, yeah. slices Ting, um, and then at the end of it, he like flips him onto a, a Feng onto a, like a point like and the, stabs him. The yeah, edge, through edge yeah. Of the tables sort of juts out a bit, and he just jams him onto it. Really good fight. Like I'm not saying that this movie is worth watching just for that fight. The movie's got a couple of funny things in it. It's not a great film, but it, no. but this fight is really fucking good. It's a fun joint. I would pro- I would possibly put it into like like a compilation of good fights. Yes, no, absolutely. Like the moves are really well done, the shots are really well done. There's a, actually a great couple of technical things. There's a shot that's uh, panning, and Yoon Bu is actually moving while the shot pans to keep in frame to the left of the frame, and he gets into position. And I just thought, wow, man, like. To choreograph that, because you've got Yoon Wire in the foreground and Yoon Bu in the background, and they're panning, and I'm like, "Fuck sake, that's that yeah. is a great it's shot." Fucking good. It's really, really good. Plain shot, obviously. It's really Plain sad shot. that they didn't. Yeah. I want. I kind of want to know if they just didn't have the money. Like, I would have would have expected in this film. I would have expected maybe one more major fight sequence. Yeah. Um, somewhere in there instead, but in the middle. Yeah, like one of those. Maybe if they'd made one of those. Him versus like the the pimps and stuff. Maybe one of them a major fight sequence. It yeah. would have helped this movie a little bit. But the fights that are here are pretty good. Oh, they're amazing. This fight is just like yeah. balls out. It's amazing. And then once we're done at the end, he's going to take the body back to the emperor or whatever. So he activates the device to go back in time, back to his own time. Maggie runs in, but is not quick enough to go with him. No. I, I don't know. She was quick enough, but then... She kind of hesitates, and then they're well, like, oh, "Would you want to go back to the old I, days? I don't think I sure, would. you would live like a queen a little bit, probably because there'd be no one left because you'd bring all the fucking diseases with you." Mm-hmm. But, like, she didn't he say she'd be beheaded for doing what she's doing? Yeah, yeah. Also that. Also, you know, you're going back to a time without modern medicine, and you'd be expected to birth a whole bunch of kids. Chances are you're going to die on the third one. Yeah. Like, man, <laughs> as a woman, I wouldn't be going back in time. No, and it was spinning. The little Buddha thing was spinning. Yep. And he was spinning. He was yeah. like in a. He was like in a trance. like a. Uh, mate, well, yeah, he was in a trance. But it also might, reminded me of spinning around in an office chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking of the. <laughs> gra- I was thinking of the gravitron. Oh yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So he goes back in time, but we don't see what actually happens to him. I, we don't actually know if he goes back in time. I happen to think he went 300, 300 years into the future. That would be amazing. I'd love for that to, to end. He's like like, like the end of an army of darkness situation. Yes. You don't end up where you were expecting to end up. You end up in a different place. Why would you go back in time? It doesn't say that the devil went back in time. No. It, it said he lives to 100 lives. And there was no instructions. Reincarnations yeah. in a minute or whatever. There was no instructions. That's right. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. That's right. So then we just flipped to Circle K where she's now working, trying to be a, 
a good woman. Is that is that job. is it? Was it actually Circle it K or is that it just was a, Circle K? It was Circle K. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking movies are calling back for us. <laughs> and then uh, she runs into uh, 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 the goons, like the goons the who goons were pressuring into being a prostitute before, and um, and then they threaten acid on her. Yeah. Then they run away because they see a guy in the background and, and think it's Tang, but it's uh, really it is it is. It is Jimmy the Snake, yeah, but he's playing a different character yeah, who's look a nerd, kind of nerd guy, and she jumps on him, and, and then he goes sexual harassment, freeze frame, freeze frame, and that is the Iceman cometh. Uh, uh, no outtakes at the end, I know. No, just well. freeze frame. Yeah, we let it play until it came back to the start, like to the opening menu options. So it definitely didn't have any op- like take outtakes or anything like that. Well, not in the actual movie. <sighs> so. Out of this this movie, not bad. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the fight scenes were amazing. I think Yunwa had the most fun being the f- most oh, happy. He was, he was la- like at the very beginning of the movie, he is like cackling like an evil maniac, yeah. and and he gets to also play like sly evil man in the in the present, and then he's sort of like the Terminator for a couple. Of, he gets to play a lot of different kind of evil. Yeah, because it's a bit fun and then it's a bit serious, and yeah. the tension's ratcheted up. Like it reminded me of Time to Hunt in the hospital scene when yeah. he's like stalking him. Yeah. I do love though that he's stalking. He's got he's very focused, but then he sees a nurse and he's he just like, gets hey, distracted. hey. <laughs> he gets distracted. <laughs> rape is gonna rape, am I right? Yeah, I was like, he just turns a little bit, and then he realizes what he's doing. He's like, wait, <laughs> I'm stalking, and then he loses him. And I thought that was the funniest thing. Yeah. It's- Bad but funny. Getting distracted. Uh, so yeah, this movie, even the downtime, the forty to fifty minutes in the middle downtime, some of it hits, some of it's funny. Yeah, Maggie Cheung actually makes me not hate her. Like she, she was really good. Yeah, she was pretty good. She carried. She essentially carried this period because because um, because. He was a bit dour and a bit boring. Yeah, he wasn't really doing anything for no. me. He wasn't. He was. He he was not carrying this film at that point. Anything where they weren't fighting, it was all being carried by Maggie. He's yeah. playing like a subservient kind. Yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. He's not driving the story or the action. He's not driving the story, but he's also not funny or anything. No. The funniness is supposed to be come out of I'm an upstanding man. I'm doing all this stupid shit, but that doesn't do anything for me. No. Like, at least be like Maggie and pull faces. Yeah, he and have a cigarette hanging half out of your mouth. That was pretty cool. Yeah, she, she gets great. a lot of looks in this film, actually. Yeah, yeah. And I think she she must have enjoyed doing it because she gets to act like a boss. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, it was good times, bitch. as opposed to being like Jackie's girlfriend on Police Story, where yeah. she just gets treated like shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, stunts, we're going to talk about what stunt do you think was the? I oh, fucking that guy hitting those stairs. Yeah, with his back. In the oh man! Stairs. And also the, did, like, him the jump. jumping on those roofs, those car roofs. Oh, that was oh, that was amazing! Was yeah, and that then, was amazing. then the jump down from the the car off the crane. I I, I have the best stunt of them all. Okay, uh, when Yunwar at the end is going up the escalators and he shoots a, a security guard, <laughs> and the security guard like dies and lands on the uh, the escalator and it's going, but he's going down. down and he's on there and the shot goes all the way down and I was like. Fuck, his clothes are going to get caught in there. Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> that's scary. Cut. That's like, scary. Oh my god, and he didn't even flinch. I was like, that is that's a stunt, man. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, yeah. Also, also when they fall down that cliff. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, the dummies. Yeah. Oh the yeah, d- those dummies. <laughs> oh, they had a hard time. Ooh, hell to those, the dummies. Yeah, hell to them dummies. No. Yeah, they've no, got AIDS now. Yeah, I think this this movie for the for a movie that doesn't have a lot of action in it, it has a lot of things you can point to and go, holy shit. Yeah. When we they did, did it. They did it well. It just wasn't enough. Yeah, we did do a lot of oh snap, 
Yeah. When he got stabbed in the back. Oh. Yeah. Is there a, is there a particular move that you saw? You're like, I'm gonna do. That. Man, that reverse, the reverse, the high kick. Oh yeah, yeah when they're the doing two. Oh, yeah. that was real good. Yeah. And also, just having an Uzi is always fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> is there anything that you do, Mikey? Nah, the the kick was the one that got me. That was the one move in the. That was the hero move. That was the hero move, and I was like, wow. Well, there were a few. Which one though? The the reverse kick that Nathan's talking about, reverse spinning kick, or is there uh, that flash kick that he does? Oh yeah, there's that too. He does two flash kicks. He does like a, a somersault back kick oh, yeah. and connects with him in yeah, the chin. Yeah, that was good as well. That was in the same sequence, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just before. There's also, like, going all the way back to the the first one in the snow, the fight in the snow, is that bit where he flips up the tree. Oh, yeah, and he's fighting from the tree with a yeah, sword. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, the the move that I would choose to do in this film is I'd want to um, make my own sword. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you always want to make your own sword. Fuck, that's why yeah. I'm watching them making swords in that Japanese. Movie. Yeah, that shit's amazing. <laughs> I want to make it, you know. I mean, my first sword would look like a piece of shit. Oh, you got to make at least 100. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want it to be passable. And then I etch something on my sword. Didn't he name it after Maggie's character? Yes, yeah, the other sword sister's or some sword. shit. Yeah. yeah, Maggie Chewing Sword. So yes, that was the Iceman Cometh. Uh, we did we did have a lot of other films that we were considering, but um, we wanted to steer away from anything samurai. Yeah. For now, I got a bunch of samurai films, but we just did Zatoichi, so we don't yeah. want to do another one of these. But they're good though. I mean, we are the Asian action cast, so... Yeah, but we, sometimes we've got to go back to the classics. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes they're the best. They're the most fun. Yep. And uh, we haven't seen a ninja film in a while, so... No, maybe a ninja film can come up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if anybody has anything they want to pass on to us, asianactioncastgmail.com, asianactioncast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, we've got another episode coming up soon, I think. But, um, yeah, it's been good getting back. Yeah, man. In emotion. It's nice. COVID times. Co- like where we live, man, COVID's pretty much gone away. Eradicated. Well, yeah, touch wood. Touch wood. Yeah. Kind of eradicated. Well, not eradicated. And we never really had bad shit going on. More more that like people have decided we can go back to living normal lives. I kind of worry, though, because does this, dropped. does this mean, though, because we've uh, essentially isolated ourselves, we now have to live in a bubble? Yeah. Forever? Forever. Yeah. Until there's a vaccine, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to be like this backwards town when the yeah. rest of the world has moved on? That's right. Wow. You know what? It's still better than hundreds of thousands of people dying. Yeah. 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 Trump would disagree. <laughs> you know what we should do? I think what Trump said was if we just stop testing, there'd be less recorded cases. <laughs> I don't even think he said... I don't think he even had recorded. I oh, he, he said, said there'd be less cases. Slow, less cases. Slow, it, slow it down. Yeah, all right. We yeah. wouldn't look so bad if we didn't look so bad. Yeah. No, you know what? That checks out. If we don't, if we don't find the shit on our on our trousers, then there's no shit on our trousers. Yeah, the placebo effect. <laughs> yeah, the ostrich effect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, thanks everybody for listening. Catch you later.